What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Boardroom Podcast, where we help you stay calm, change lives, and have business on your terms. Now, I'm super excited for to introduce you guys to my guest, Dan Suckling. This guy is is so <laughs> it's got a full circle seeing everything come back together. Dan and I, when I was running Systems by Design at the time, Dan and I were actually competitors, right? <laughs> I'd spy on some of the stuff he was doing. I love watching some of his like offers, his campaigns, his funnels, funnel hack here and there and just get inspiration because I love seeing other people who are getting great results and doing right by their clients in the space. And I have a very abundance mindset because there's just way too many people who need help. And so even though we are competitors, I never looked at him like as somebody who was taking business from me or somebody I was taking business from because it's just so many people that need help, right? So it's a pleasure to have you on, Dan. I want to give everyone an opportunity to kind of hear your story. I've heard your story several times and I love hearing it every single time. And I think we have very similar experiences. So man, like how'd you get into, where'd you get started? You know, tell me a little bit about your backstory. For sure. First and foremost, man, thank you so much for having me on. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. And um, shit, where do I get started with my story? So my parents have a very interesting past. Both of them changed their first names uh, to start a new life. My dad was born into like a religious cult where um, you can't watch TV or listen to music or associate with anybody that's not in the church. Otherwise, yeah. you go to hell. And my mum had some really crazy stuff happen in the past. So they basically moved from New Zealand to Australia, changed their names and had myself. And, you know, I lived in Australia until I was about 14 years old. And the church that my dad ran away from, they tracked him down after about 25 years. And uh, they said, hey, we're going to, we want you to come back to New Zealand. We're going to put together a deposit on a house if you move back. So we moved over, got caught up in a really bad crowd and, uh, you know, ended up getting sent back to Australia by myself because I was out of control, came back and um, started boxing from that point for about seven years. One night when I was warming up for a tournament, my dad pulled me outside and said, I don't know how to tell you this, but your mum has passed away. Side note, my mother was a world champion bodybuilder for years back in the day. So um, wow. when she passed away, around the same time, I had a falling out with my boxing trainer. And so I decided, hey, I'm going to step onto a bodybuilding uh, stage in memory of her. So I trained up, I did the bodybuilding show, it was incredible. And inside of that process, I became obsessed about nutrition. So I became a certified nutritionist. Then I got a job inside of a gym, but I couldn't get any clients because all of the PTs would give like nutrition advice in their packages. Yeah. And in the meantime, I'm scrolling on Facebook and I see an ad from a guy called Lynn, Lynn Trin. And um, <laughs> that's where it all started. I know Lynn. Yeah. And um, I remember jumping on a call with him, never jumped on a call with any kind of mentor before. And um, at the end of the call, he goes, Dan, to join us, it's going to be 8K. And I, I couldn't believe it. Like my heart was in my stomach. I was like, oh, I can't afford that. In my mind, I thought it was going to be like $1,000, $2,000. And he yeah. said something, he asked me a question and he said, what are you going to do? Which was like the most powerful question that I ever took at the time, because inside of my mind, there was nothing else that I wanted to do. This is all I wanted to do. So I pondered on that question for about two weeks. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to go all in. So I sold my lounge room furniture. I sold my TV, rang the bank, got a $6,000 loan. And I called him back and I said, let's read. I'm ready to do this. Let's go. And yeah. um, man, I just took violent action from that point. I started a company called Supermums Elite. And um, within like 18 months, we scaled it up to like 445 clients. It was insane. And it was all through paid advertising. Like I didn't get any clients through appointment setting or anything like that. Lynn really drilled yeah. into us like ads, ads, ads. And so running like automated challenges through many chat and stuff like that. And, um, you know, throughout that process, 
operations and systems and and processes. And when the first pandemic hit, I thought to myself, you know what, I want to go out on my own. I had so many coaches coming up to me being like, how did you grow so quickly? And so I built another company called Cash Clock Academy. I was juggling both of these companies at the same time and I began to get really burnt out. So I had to make a decision in which I decided to shut down Supermums Elite overnight. I actually programmed Trainerize in advance for the next two years, left the group open and said, hey, you guys can just keep access to the group. And it's still alive to this day, by the way. Wow. And um, yeah, built CCA and, and that was incredible. Yeah, it was a two-year journey with CCA, ended up exiting the company for about 950K USD. And um, the new owner jumped into the company, turned the ad campaign off. That was responsible for 95% of the revenue. Tried to run some cold outreach LinkedIn strategy that, that bombed. And, um, yeah. you know, rev- revenue went backwards, didn't pay the team. Team started to leave one by one and therefore the clients weren't being looked after. And it was just an absolute shit show. Anyway, I sunk about 30 grand into lawyers. He was just ignoring the demand letters. I decided to walk away from that with, with not getting any money paid out. And, um, yeah, started Fit Pro University from ground zero. I think it was last year in July. And, um, yeah, now we're at, we're at where we're at today. So it's been yeah, a, it's, it's been a crazy ride. It's crazy. Like our journeys are so similar. Like even down to like the legal stuff, like it's very, very similar. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think it's wild how like two people can be on complete opposite sides of the world. For me, when I built my first online fitness business and took that to seven figures, it was using a, seven day challenge that I built from scratch, (laughs) you know, uh, and it was all using cold traffic, right? So I never built anything of any reasonable size organically It's always been off the back of cold traffic because my belief is just like, you just have way more leverage. I'd rather spend the money to learn the platform and figure out how to get my message in front of the most amount of people possible rather than spending time doing something that has little to no leverage and doing that repeatedly, which organic is great. If you're just willing to, if you want to build a brand and put the time in to kind of build that over time. But if you need to pay bills like yesterday, like ads are going to be the way to go. Yeah. And I only know a small handful of coaches that are doing like well with organic. And I'm talking like really well, like, you know, a hundred, 150 K months. So it seems like they're, it's, it's quite difficult to break through organically. But, you know, after the whole scam thing with the old company, like I was feeling pretty disheartened. I was in a, in a bad place. But I think that like sometimes you walk so far down the road that like the pain of going back to like a job or the pain of going back to where you were is mm-hmm. far greater than the pain of just pushing through the resistance and, and continue yeah. to move forward, you know? Yeah. And I think, yeah. I mean, honestly, the test of how well you know how to do something isn't when you do it the first time. It's when you have to do it again. <laughs> Right. So for you, you know, you, you've gone through an initial exit, went bad, have to start from ground up and rebuilt what you've done. So kind of doing it the first way versus doing it the first time versus doing it the second time. What are the differences between that you've noticed? Right. How do you go about doing it the first time? What are some changes that you've done now that you had a second opportunity to actually do it all over again and start with a clean slate? The biggest thing, I guess, was looking at the model. Previously, I was like, how, how good can we make the offer? And I was hiring a whole bunch of team members and I had a, a massive team. But ever since that point, when I started Fit Pro University, I was like, how can I structure this model in such a way where it, it supports my lifestyle as well? You know, now we've got a lean team. I think that the, the business model has such a massive impact to the level of fun and freedom and fulfillment and, you know, complexity or lack thereof. And so the way that I've structured the company now, it's operating a hell of a lot better. 
clients are actually getting better results because there's less complexity. And as they say, it's like simplicity scales, right? Yep. So essentially going back, doing it the second time, you started with the business model in mind first and then started building. Yes. Another massive change that we have done is when we had CCA, we were running a a done for you offer and we're charging 22,000 USD. And whilst the done for you offer was incredible, I think that it seemed to attract people who had a mindset of like, because it's getting built for me, therefore it should have like a 100% success rate as soon as you launch the ads. And I think unless somebody had experience in the world of advertising and funnels and data and metrics, they tended to um, see it from a a one-dimensional perspective. And so when I started FitPro University, like now we're offering a free seven-day trial and it's not $22,000, it's something like 182 per week, which is so much lower. And it feels better doing so because, you know, I only want to have clients on board with me who are there by choice and are not there by force where they feel like they're locked into some client agreement when they're not getting value. So the, the beauty is, is that, you know, right now we've got about 165 clients on board and, and they're there by choice because they could leave if they wanted to, but they're there because they're continuously seeing the value. And I think that alone, like it, that helps me sleep at night and gives me peace of mind as a, as a coach too. Yeah. I love that. Cause, um, you know, one of the things that. I've gone away from and kind of like gone in that same direction where I don't want people being locked into a specific contract and feeling like they have to pay because it's signed a contract. I want them continuing because they're getting value from the things that I'm doing. And I've seen coaches and I've been mixed up with people and business owners who wanted to lock people into like an ironclad contract. And it revealed a lot about their character, right? I've worked Mm -hmm. with people closely and almost formed like long-term business partnerships and got the hell out of Dodge when I realized like their intentions were malicious, right? Yeah. So when somebody wants to bake in all these different stipulations into a contract and try and get people to sign it and be like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like, they sign it, it's like, yeah, I got you. Like, I don't know how anybody who, who does that can sleep at night, but it's just one of those things where I just can't get with. I think even in terms of like the energy in the group, like if you've got clients that clearly don't want to be there, they're not happy, they're not getting value, you know, keeping them in the group simply because because you don't want to let go of the contract. It's just going to create weeds in the garden, so to speak, in my, yeah. in my opinion anyway. Yeah. hundred percent. And so yeah. for us, and that's one of the things when, after we connected and we started talking, uh, I was like, I love how you've gone about it, especially with the free seven day trial. Like I think it's, I think it's a ballsy offer. Right. And it's like, Hey, you get to start no, like with no expectations, no strings attached. And I'm not holding anything back. Like literally someone can come in and have access to all the stuff that they need, get the ball rolling. And it's like, you're essentially putting your money where your mouth is and like, Hey, I have just as much skin in the game, right? I'm going to do all this work. I'm getting you access to all these things in the hopes that you can continue because I believe in the product enough to let you see and you're going to stay. The cream always rises to the top. And I think that, um, you know, since you're in the game of, of online fitness coaching with myself, like back in 2016, 2017, it seemed like there weren't that many online fitness coaches around back then. And, and, you know, from then till now, the marketplace has become so saturated, not just with online fitness coaches, but, you know, business coaches coming out with crazy offers after reading the purple book. And, um, especially for people that haven't been in the game for very long, they don't really know who's legit, who's been in the game, who's brand new to the game, who knows what they're up to. So I, I thought. 
by coming out with that offer, it's going to allow me to provide value in advance and then give put the ball in their court so that they can decide whether they want to stay or whether they want to leave. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then the thing about with the marketplace now, I'm glad we kind of touched on it. Where do you kind of see things going? Like, what are some trends that you've seen from when you first started in this space to now? Like, what do you notice about like consumer behavior and how people are essentially signing up? For sure. Back in the day, we used to run ads to like a VSL or just like an automated process to get book calls. And we had no appointment setters, no DM process. And my five-day self-love challenge with Super Mums Elite. It was run through ManyChat. And in hindsight, I could have had the opportunity to jump in and you know DM every single prospect that didn't book on autopilot, but I just didn't do it. Like everyone was booking on autopilot. And so I think like over the years, just like a magic trick, right? The first time you see the magic trick being performed, it's like, oh shit, how did you do that? And the more yeah. times they see it, the, the less effective it becomes. So I think that over the years, the marketplace has become more saturated, which means that the prospects have become more sophisticated. And it's like, when we click on an ad and we go to an opt-in page for a free training, we know that when we enter name and email address, it's going to take us to a training and it's going to say book, breakthrough session, game plan session, strategy session. So I think unless you're being very direct inside of the copy about what your intentions are, like prospects just pick up on that. So right now in 2023, we're doing a lot of like stacking personalization with automation. So we will give uh, prospects the opportunity to book in a call on autopilot, but we also have the opportunity to have a conversation with prospects in the DMs as well. If they feel like they need one, they might be still skeptical or just have some questions before they they take that jump. Yeah, I think gone are the days where, remember like you could just put a before and after picture and- <laughs> for the golden <laughs> days, man. In Facebook, you're like looking to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Join my body transformation program. Those are good times. You know, Man. you absolutely needed no skill whatsoever to to actually convert cold traffic. And now people with the market becoming more sophisticated, people want to feel some type of connection and just ultimately feel like you actually care, right? And absolutely. whether whether that system or process is like fully automated or semi-automated, I really believe like the more attention to detail you put into the process, even if it's fully automated, you can do it in a way where it feels really personalized and it feels like you actually care, right? And then the prospect going through that process, they're like, wow, like I connect with your value. I connect with what you're about. I connect with like your backstory and I want to do business with you because of like who you are, right? Yeah. I think a lot of coaches are trying to, they, there's this pressure in this industry where people feel like they have to be professional or a lot of their marketing is based around um, how smart they are or their credentials or how much they know, but not yeah. a lot of them are actually um, throwing themselves under the bus like Eminem on 8 Mile and just being super vulnerable and just saying, hey, I understand where you're at because that used to be me and going really deep into the emotional aspects of, of where their prospects are at. Isn't that kind of like backwards from what, people think, right? Like I remember even when I first started, I used to think like talking about like my certifications and talking <laughs> about the science behind like nutrition and exercise and all these different things is what people were like, oh yeah, he must know what he's, he knows what he's talking about. Let me go work with them. But honestly, I didn't see my first breakthrough online. Like the ad that I ran that really blew up was me just being like, I was once like 35 pounds overweight and I felt depressed look at myself in the mirror. I was just like disgusted. And I've never been at a point in my life where I just felt that insecure. That type of messaging just 
blew up. Didn't talk like anything them. about my credentials, nothing yep. about how smart I was or how good I was at this. It's just like being vulnerable, right? They're like, damn, this guy's a real human being. He's not this 4% body fat shredded dude, perfect life, never never met any adversities in his whole lifetime. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> you know, so people want to relate to your, they want to relate to you. So that's what you're noticing as far as like marketing goes in that space. Like you have to be vulnerable and you have to communicate like who you really are in a way that tracks a person that's going to be, uh, that wants to do business with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think as well as that is like being super clear with your intentions. If you're going to run an ad and you're going to give away something, be clear that, hey, there's going to be an opportunity to speak with me or one of my coaches or inside of your ad copy, just be super direct and say, hey, you, by clicking on this ad, you're going to come through to see if you qualify for the program. I think a lot of people try to do this like bait and switch, but the market's too sophisticated now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, don't be beat around the bush. Be honest. Yeah. you right. So if you're I going think- to give something away for free in the hopes that they do business with you, tell them, hey, I'm giving you this thing for free. Because I think it's going to be so good, you're going to want to give me money to get you results long term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just be For honest. Sure. And the and the cool thing is, the kind of person that you attract when you do that is somebody who is serious about taking action because they're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I appreciate you being direct. Let me, I can do business with you. All right, qualified leads. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So, with the, the marketing side, and if you're with running paid traffic, what's your mindset when somebody's starting paid traffic for the first time? How should they think about it and what sh- how should they approach the, it? The biggest thing for us is like, you know, back in the day, I used to just like launch two ads at a time. And then like those two ads would bomb and I'm like, oh shit. And then I'd launch another two ads and then they'd bomb and I'm like, oh shit. Or I'd like spend too much money on ads. I didn't really understand the data or what the metrics meant. And so basically what we do now with our clients is we start them off on a low budget. We split test about 12 different ad variations. We let it run for about seven to 10 days in order to gather impressions and data. And then after that testing phase, we're like, oh, winner, 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 losers, 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 shut all the losers off. And then it's like, awesome. We've got our golden, our golden ads now. Now we can start to scale them up. And once we've got those winning ads, we can tick that box and then we can look into the conversion mechanism, whether it's the funnel or mini chat. And we're like, how many of these leads are converting into applications? Is it five? Is it 10? And so we're, all we're doing is just optimizing based on data. We're just looking at data, yeah. removing emotion, uh, and just making logical decisions based on metrics. Yeah. When I'm launching a campaign for the first time, I expect like 80 to 90% of the leads to just not be a good fit right then. And a lot of people have noticed when we were, even when we were running, because our mastermind was teaching people how to run cold traffic, right? People will think if they get a hundred leads, a hundred of them should be qualified and, you know, half of them should close. <laughs> you just unrealistic yeah. expectations. And what I've noticed is if I go in with a mindset, like maybe 10% of them are decent qualified leads that are already ready to take action. And the other 90% just need more exposure to me, exposure to my brand, exposure to how I communicate, exposure to just the value that I can provide they're eventually going to do business over time, right? And so I'm investing in building my own ecosystem and and I'm investing in building like my database, my asset list that I can essentially remarket to whenever I need to, to build that relationship with them. For sure. I think a lot of people approach lead generation like buy or die. Leads come in, 
some booking a call, the ones that don't, they die. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, what about email sequences? What about retargeting ads? What about free Facebook group or any other nurturing vehicle to, to stay top of mind? Because a lot of them and some of my best clients have followed me for years, you know? Absolutely. And it's because mm-hmm. if you're too transactional, because they think it's cold traffic. So they're thinking transactional. We're getting this direct response mindset. But the way that I've always approached cold traffic has always been very organic, right? Where if they see the ad, it needs to be, I need to set my intentions very clear and I want to provide value even with the ad or show them that I have something that can help them. And then once they're in, how I communicate with them is like I'm talking to a friend. I want to add as much value as possible because there are people who are ready to move forward. They know they're in pain and they're ready to take action. But then there's the other 80 to 90% who are still kind of feeling me out. And so I want to take the opportunity to really communicate to them who I am, what we do and what we're about. And the thing I love about pay traffic is that you control what they see every at any given point. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas yeah. like organic, they can find whatever they're constantly distracted. There's lots of different people where like when they give you their contact information, you can communicate with them and send them curated information that's going to help them make the best decision and potentially end up getting them working with you. That's it. You can, you can literally curate the entire like journey of the prospect and then installing something like blue chip where, you know, you can see the entire journey from way back when it's like they clicked on an ad way back here. Then they did this and they did that. It's like, damn, that was like 18 months ago. They've been in my ecosystem going, bouncing all over the place. It's really cool to see. And yeah, as well as that, uh, you know, organic is, you know, based on the algorithm and stuff, it's like 10, 15% of the audience maybe sees your content. Whereas yeah, when it's you've ridiculous. Got yeah, it's ridiculous. They want you to pay that to get your message in front of your own audience, people who are following you. You might just spend money on it. <laughs> on building a cold traffic acquisition system. And yeah, and if you've got like targeted followers and you're getting most of your organic acquisition is through Instagram, for example, you can go into Ads Manager, create two custom audiences, one based on your followers, the second one based on inbound DMs, and then run retargeting ads. And then every single one of your followers will see your ads multiple times a day. (laughs) And I think there's just not enough people who are, I think a lot of people don't even know that they can do that. So Mm. One of the things I think that makes what you do really awesome is the fact that one, you're, you put your money where your mouth is and like, Hey, I believe what I'm doing is so valuable that, you know, I'm going to let you experience it for free, right? You're going to experience on a trial and then you can decide if you want to stay. And then two, you're actually staying on the forefront of what's working and you're providing your client support, you're providing them the resources and you're teaching them like how to actually build a business with the end in mind that supports their lifestyle and the the vision that they have. Because I think for one of the things that I, I realize is knowledge and proximity are the, like the two most powerful forces that you can have. Getting the right information at the right time and just being around people who are doing something very similar and going, rowing in the same direction is a really powerful thing that you can have. For sure. And, you know, like the the marketplace changes so much over the years. And I'm sure, you know, when you had systems by design, you probably updated the curriculum like five or six or seven times, you know, as the market changes and based on the data that you're seeing, like as we speak right now, I'm in the background, like rebuilding a huge portion of the curriculum just to simplify things. And, you know, based on the data that we're getting and what we're seeing, because again, it comes back to that. There are fundamentals that will always work. There's psychology behind messaging, but then there's also things that there are slight shifts that happen as the marketplace progresses that we need to keep up with as, as coaches. Yeah. Interesting. One of the shifts that we saw 
When we first launched like the seven day challenge, it was really, really awesome. And then we saw a big shift where as the market become became more sophisticated and more saturated, our straight to like application offer that was just like, hey, this is what we do. This is how long our program is. If you're looking for this solution, click the link. Like that like direct to offer campaign just kind of blew up because of <laughs> The market started to like get accustomed to all these different challenges and they were getting a little too sophisticated. And they're like, when we launched like a new angle, that went out really, really well. And then we essentially had to redo our entire acquisition system that we taught clients. <laughs> right? We had to do that a few times over as we just started to find things that are, that are working. And then some clients would do something creative that blew up. Right. And then we'd roll it out to a few other clients and then we'd essentially redo it. But all right, this is what we're seeing is working right now. You got to be plugged in to, to know those shifts and take advantage of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And the cool thing about being in our position as well is that we get to see so much data, you know, because the clients are sharing their KPI trackers and their ad stats every single week. So we get to see data across 165 accounts every week. It's, it's really yeah, cool to see. Yeah. yeah. And then like plugging AI into the back end within a business amount of like, I mean, we have, I mean, you have a client that their numbers are just absolutely obscene. What 30, one of our clients with Charlie AI and our system integrated together booked 34 calls in four days. And most of it was organic leveraging his organic audience as well. Like, and, and running it through, um, mini chat and all that sort of stuff. But that is like so crazy. And, you know, yeah. obviously it's the most amount of calls that guy's ever been booked in such a short time period. He's over the moon. Yeah. And then, and the cool thing about that is like, he was like, it's completely on autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so, and then the data when you're, when you're, when you get to kind of go in and look at it, you can map out, all right, where are these people coming from? What type of messages are they responding to? And being able to have like access to be able to make those types of decisions is like super powerful. When we're training up like VAs and stuff like that, you, we don't really have too much accurate data unless the VA is like manually updating a, a sheet all day, every day. Whereas with yep. Charlie, it's yep. like, here's question one, here's the response percentage, and then here's two and here's three. And we can create split tests and, and optimize just like an ad campaign, right? A hundred percent. And you can turn that into your entire process into an a you actually, you're optimizing your entire funnel, right? The ads that they see, you get a ton of data on it. The messaging that's going out, you get a ton of data on it. And then you can essentially turn that entire process into a really turnkey system that you don't have to oversee long-term and you're actually building a legitimate business that if you wanted to exit, you could, but even if you don't exit it, it can support the lifestyle that you want for however long you want it to. It is such an epic AI software. I was actually saying to my tech coach, I'm like, fuck this guy's, I was like, fuck Iggy's smart. He got into this shit early. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, where were we, Ben? Yeah, it's, been, it's, been, it's been wild. It's been very wild. <laughs> so for those of you guys who are listening, if you want to build you know, an online fitness business, you thinking about transitioning online and you've been burned in the past and you've been, you know, you've had different people make promises, promise you the world and grossly under deliver. I really want to strongly encourage you to check out Dan. Like he's got a free seven day trial for his mastermind that you can go in. No contracts, no strings attached. Literally it's like, come and see for yourself what it looks like when somebody's actually done the damn thing that they're teaching a couple times over, have a ton of experience under the bar and can show you firsthand how to do the thing that you want to do because they've already been there, right? I really want to encourage you, like, we're going to put the link to it somewhere in the show notes. If you're on my email list, you're going to get an email about it. 
Uh, but definitely check them out because I think what you're doing, man, is is awesome. And I appreciate that, man. I love being a part of that. One thing I didn't mention as well is that um, with the free seven-day trial right now, I'm also giving a um, one-to-one consulting call uh, for every single person who jumps on board at the moment. So like with me personally for like 30 to 60 minutes just to okay. dissect. I don't know how long he's going to be able to do that. <laughs> Yeah. depending on the volume i don't know we'll see but um first come first serve you know so if you yep. go in and it's live then it means he has capacity if it's not live it means you you took too long to pull the trigger but you're still going to get value from uh what he has going on inside absolutely of regardless because you posted i saw something a screenshot that you posted with one of your clients where they did like over three hundred thousand dollars in cash collected like six months using your system Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah, we've got another guy who's doing close to $250,000 a month at the moment through our paid ad system. Plus he's blown up organically as well. And and he's leveraging Charlie AI and he's got like this incredible marketing ecosystem that he's created over the years. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Well, man, you guys got to check him out. I think he's um, what they got going on is awesome. So Dan, we'll have the links to that trial there. And then also put the links to your to your socials in uh, in the trials in the show notes as well. I want to give you an opportunity kind of because it, it's late for you. So I don't want to keep you up too long. That's um, <laughs> so good. Is there anything that I should have asked you that, that I didn't ask you? No, but I think one thing that I do want to mention as well is that like, I think there's a huge issue in this game with like expectations and reality and a mismatch where it's like, if if you want to succeed, I know it sounds cliche, but like your reasons for doing it must be greater than the resistance that you are inevitably going to face along the way. And mm-hmm. some of my most successful clients have seen a pattern that they've all gone through some shit in the past and it's built like some grit and, and resilience. And as long as you like put one foot in front of the other, and as long as you don't start and stop and start and stop, as long as you keep going, eventually you're going to get the breakthrough. And I, I think that a lot of people, they don't do the work for long enough in order to get to the point where they do experience that breakthrough because everyone will yeah. get that breakthrough as long as they keep going. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm, I'm really glad you touched on that because I mean, you're going to eat shit, right? You're going to go through shit. Like life is going to be difficult. And too often people want a result. They are not willing to do the work at a high enough volume for a long enough period to achieve, right? They want the result, but they're not willing to do the work at a high enough volume for a long enough period to achieve the result. And I wonder why they didn't, why they're not where they want to be. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot here as we're closing out. Like what's like your favorite quote or what's like been like your favorite mantra like that when you're getting down or when you're struggling, like what kind of snaps you back and gets you back in focus? What's, I, I love that like? quote where it's like, you know, this is where most people quit. Like this part that I'm facing right now. It's like, I'm not the only person who has faced this. And there are people that have faced this, that have overcome this. And this is the point where most people quit. And it's like, I'm not a quitter. And I think that the the more you take action, regardless of the result, and you just fall in love with the process and you just keep going and going and going, you start to stack up wins and you start to produce like evidence to support your own belief system. Because otherwise it's kind of like you're like delusional, like a sociopath, you know, in the beginning you might have to adopt that. But, you know, if you've got wins on the board and, and, you know, you've got a track record of kicking ass, then, I mean... You're going to have that evidence to to continue pushing forward, I believe. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's like this is a point when most people quit and never achieve their their dreams. I'm not a quitter. Man, Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure 
having you on. Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, we're going to blast your seven day, your, your free trial. And so for those of you guys who are watching, like if you're able to get on a call with him, definitely get on a call with him. If you don't see it, just don't be upset because the man's busy. Um, and I don't know how long he's going to have like the one-on-one consulting available for those who take advantage of the, of the seven day mm-hmm. trial. But regardless, you know, I think he's doing incredible things. Love the work that you've done. Love how you take care of your clients is really the main reason why I wanted to have you on here because I think you do a great job taking care of your clients. Uh, and you've been through some shit. So you know what it's like to be burned. You know what it's like to be betrayed. And oftentimes when people experience that, they go out of their way to ensure nobody that they interact with experience that from them. Yep, right? absolutely. So thanks for being on. Uh, till next time, guys. Stay calm, change lives, and have business on your terms. See you, team.